Welcome back to a brand new week here at Raise the Apple. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's dive right into it, starting with the R, New York Mets. They lost yesterday to the Nationals. Kyle Schwarber struck twice yet again. He now has 17 homers in his last 25 games or something like that. The Nationals have closed the lead a little bit. They've been hot, the best team in the division of late. They are now just three games back of the Mets. The Mets, though, are six games over 500 at 40 and 34. The Nationals are at 38 and 38. So they are hot on the Mets' tails right now. And then the Braves are in third at four and a half back. The Mets open a crucial series this week with Atlanta. Charlie Morton versus Tyler McGill tonight. And then, if I'm just double-checking here, tomorrow is David Peterson versus Max Freed. And then on Thursday, it is Jacob deGrom Day. He'll go against Drew Smiley and then some Subway Series action this weekend. So a lot of... So basically, it's a very big week for the Mets. Not make or break, but it is a great opportunity against really good teams to get some... Get the offense going a little bit. Get some more. Get that momentum back going a little bit. June historically has not been a great month for the Mets. This year has not been terrible. They've still been winning. They're still going to find ways to win. The offense has scuffled a little bit of late. Their pitching is the best in Major League Baseball, but their offense is also the worst in Major League Baseball. Don't know how that happened. And they're still in first place. Not sh- quite sure how that happens, but I mean, we'll take it. We'll go with it. I think Mets fans, I've said this a million times before, I think us as Mets fans, we're so accustomed to being disappointed every year and thinking this team might actually do it, and then they just crap out and or collapse at the end of the season or whatever the case may be. We're just so used. It's like engraved in our heads that this, like we're waiting for that collapse. We know it's coming, but like I've also said before, I don't think it's coming with this team. I think this team's special. They had two big walk-off wins uh, at the end of last week. They came back. uh, They were down by a run. I want to say it was against the Phillies, and the Phillies' bullpen imploded yet again. Archie Bradley blew that one. Conforto had the walk-off sack fly. There's just no quit in them, which I love. It's something we haven't seen in a long time. And I know I keep saying I know a lot of Mets fans keep probably saying it, but... We've been so accustomed to having a disappointing team our whole lives, and now that we have a team that's been, they've been in first place for 70 days now, I think, is what Steve Gelbs said yesterday. So, well, yesterday it was 69. Nice. Uh, today it would make it 70. So having them in first place for that long, it seems too good to be true. And, and now also the Yankees have just stunk this year. So the Mets being the best team in New York right now, not something we're really, not something we're really accustomed to seeing. But we have a lot of Major League Baseball stuff to talk about. We've got some All Star stuff going on. We got the first pitcher busted with the new umpires checking, and we're gonna do a little bit of a standings uh, update just to show, talk about where everyone's at right now. Starting with, we're gonna do the All Star stuff first. Trey Mancini and Trevor Story have confirmed that they will participate in the Home Run Derby. So right now, it is for the National League, it's Pete looking to defend his crown, and then Trevor Story, hometown for the Rockies, their hometown guy. And then in the American League right now, it is Trey Mancini, who has one of the best comeback stories in sports ever, 
for those of you who don't know, had stage 3 colon cancer, I believe it was. He missed all of that, missed a lot of time, and he's back this year. And then the other guy for the American League right now is Shohei Otani, who homered again yesterday. In the AL MVP race, which we'll probably talk about on Thursday, just based on not looking totally into it, but just based on the surface level of what we've seen, right now the American League MVP race is between Vlad Jr. and Otani. And I think Otani has the advantage right now, but Otani also pitches. So do you hold that against Vlad Jr.? We'll talk more about that on Thursday. I think that is a great discussion. It's a great debate that we have Otani and Vlad Jr. as probably the front runners neck and neck right now for American League MVP. But with the All-Star game, there were some snubs. So I forgot when I voted in an episode a couple weeks ago or whenever it was, I forgot that the M- that Major League Baseball changed the voting rules. So like, there's it's kind of like a political election where you have a primary and then you have the actual election. And I forgot that Major League Baseball changed it so there's like a primary, so to say, for lack of a better word, for the All-Stars and then the top three in each position. I believe it's top nine outfielders. And then you vote again to vote for the teams. So we're going to do that right now. Starting, we're going to go down the entire American League roster and then do the entire National League roster. No Mets made the finals for any position, which was kind of expected. I mean, it was <clears throat> it was kind of expected, but, you know, Jake's hopefully going to... Jake may not even start the All-Star game, which is an interesting conversation in itself because... The way it's positioned right now, Jake is scheduled to pitch three more times before the All-Star break. He's scheduled to not pitch against the Yankees because we talked about he's pitching Thursday against the um, Braves. But it wouldn't line him. I don't remember if it lines him up to be able to start the All-Star game on regular rest or if he would be on short rest. Either way, we'll ha- he's definitely an All-Star. He'll, he will be in Colorado. It's a matter of will he pitch or not. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But let's get into voting for the finalists. We have, uh, we're going to start in the American League. Voting ends on Thursday. So if you would like, if you like that option, go vote. I saw a lot of people were making the argument that fans should not be allowed to vote anymore. And I think that's an interesting debate so people are saying because there's so much fan bias and they're not taking the time to actually look at who's deserving and there's so many people that are snubbed for example second base in the national league gavin lux is a finalist jake cronenworth is not statistically jake cronenworth has had a much better year so far than gavin lux at year's end it may look completely different but right now Jake Cronenworth's stats are better than Gavin Lux. Yet, Gavin Lux is a finalist. But Gavin Lux plays for the Dodgers. Dodgers, the most one of the most historic franchises in all of sports. The Padres, up-and-coming, very young, very extremely talented team. So they're not going to get as much recognition to say the Dodgers or the Yankees of the world. So it's that's why a lot of people are saying that they need to take the fan voting out of it and make the league decide, but... To be honest, the way 
the league has been making decisions lately. If the league were in charge, I don't think that would be in anyone's best interest. But let's get into voting. American League first base is Vlad. He's first right now. I love how it says who's in first right now. And then in the outfield, it gives you the top three currently based on all their stats. <clears> or <throat> stats and all the voting. Second base in the American League is between Marcus Simeon, DJ LeMahieu, and Jose Altuve. Right now, Simeon is in first over Altuve and DJ LeMahieu. I think I got to go with Simeon. Uh, I can't remember if I picked Simeon the first time. I may have. I may have picked Simeon the first time. Altuve's hot. The Astros are scorching hot right now. They are beating everyone and their mom right now. And Altuve's played a big role in that. Third base, Bregman, Devers, and Yohan Mankata. I'm going to go with Rafael Devers. He's already at 64 RBIs this year. That is crazy. If Rafael Devers is done for the... Let's say he gets hurt and he's done for the year. His final stat line will be 280 with 19 homers and 64 RBIs. That is a good year for a 162-game season for a guy. If that was their stat line for 162 games, that's a good year for them. And he's... <clears throat> He's already at that point, and we're not even in July yet. That is crazy. Shortstop right now, it's Bo Bichette, Xander Bogarts, and Carlos Correa. First right now is Xander Bogarts. Uh, I'm just quickly looking at these stats. I think I'm going to go with Xander Bogarts. The Red Sox, not a lot of people were expecting the Red Sox to be where they are right now. To be in, I believe they're in first place, are they not? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. They have a game, a full game lead over the Rays. I was not expecting the Red Sox. I was expecting the Red Sox at best to be contending for a wild card spot, let alone winning that division. But the Yankees have been disappointing. The Blue Jays are hanging in there. The Rays are the Rays. Yeah, that was a, <clears throat> definitely the, one of the biggest surprises is how well Boston and San Francisco have been this year. Catcher right now, it is Salvador Perez. Martin Maldonado and Yasmani Grandal, Salvador Perez. How weak catching the catching position is, especially in the American League. Yasmani Grandal and Martin Maldonado are finalists, and they are both hitting comfortably under 200. Now, a lot of people don't like to use batting average as its like comparable statistic anymore. I still do. Batting average doesn't tell the whole story, but it does tell you know, obviously how you're hitting. If you're under 200, I don't really think you should, if you're hitting under 200, I don't think you should be worthy of going to an all-star game. But I mean, that's just me. But the catcher position seems to be a relatively weak position in the American League. Outfield, right now the top three are Trout, Judge, and Buxton. Come on. Okay, we're going to, let's clear this up. Mike Trout, yes, we love Mike Trout. Mike Trout is not playing in the All-Star game. Mike Trout is injured right now. I understand people love Mike Trout. I understand he's the best player in baseball. I get all that. But this is another reason why people want to take the van, fan voting out. You are stealing a spot away from a guy who is more than deserving of being there. For example, Cedric Mullins, who I am voting for. Cedric Mullins to be there. He should be an All-Star. I will also be voting for, oh, let's see here, who are the other two I'm going to pick? I think I'm going to stick with Judge. 
who's number two right now in the third. And between Buxton and Adolis Garcia, I think I'm going to go with Buxton. I think I'm going to go with Buxton. So Buxton, Aaron Judge, Cedric Mullins. Mike Trout, yes, he would be there every other year, but if he's hurt right now, you're stealing a spot from a guy like Cedric Mullins or Teoscar Hernandez or who else is on here? Garcia or Michael Brantley or Verdugo or whoever the case may be. Stop voting for Mike Trout. He can't play in the All-Star game if he's hurt. It's just stealing a spot away from someone else. Designated hitter, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani's in first, but and there's also J.D. Martinez. So here's my problem. J.D. Martinez is definitely an All-Star this year and probably should be starting, but I completely forgot about Otani. Otani's not going to be starting pitching, I don't think. But Otani is going to be in the All-Star game, so I think you'd have to vote Otani, but J.D. Martinez should also be there. That's a, that's going to be a good race. I think Otani will win that race, uh, but J.D. Martinez certainly is should be an All-Star. Over to the National League first base. I'm going. I think I picked Max Muncie the first time around. I'm going with Freddie Freeman. Second base, Adam Frazier. I think Adam Frazier is a stud. He probably won't be a pirate for much longer, but I think he should be an all-star. Who are the other options? Ozzy Albies and Gavin Lux. Yeah, Adam Frazier. Third base, Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryant, Justin Turner. Uh, I think I have to go with Nolan. That would be... I think a lot of Rockies fans are voting for Nolan. His, it would be... I think that'd be his homecoming. I don't know if he's been to... I don't think he's been to Colorado yet as a Cardinal. So I think the All-Star game would be his homecoming. What a per... I hope... What if he is in the Derby? Ooh, I did not think of any of this at all. If Arenado could be in the Home Run Derby, that would be awesome. Shortstop, I'm going Fernando Tatis. Catcher is between Posey, Molina, Contreras. I think I got to go with Buster Posey. Buster Posey having a huge bounce back year. Uh, outfield is the same outfield that I voted for the first time, I think. Acuna, Jesse Winker, and Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos is in the MVP conversation and nationally. He is unreal right now. So that is my all-star team. First base, we got Vlad Jr. and Freddie Freeman. Second base, Simeon and Adam Frazier. Third base, Rafael Devers and Arenado. Shortstop, Bogarts and Tatis. And then in the outfield, we got Buxton, Judge Mullins. And then in the NL, Acuna, Castellanos, Winker. Salvador Perez and Buster Posey doing the catching, a little 2014 World Series rematch. And then Otani is the DH. Otani is on freaking leaveable it is awesome watching Shohei Otani uh well actually we're gonna do standings last so the next thing we're gonna talk about is we had our first player busted with MLB's new rule first player busted Hector Santiago of the Seattle Mariners is the first player suspended for sticky stuff on their glove his glove was taken and confiscated. It was wrapped up like it was a CSI crime scene and is being shipped to the league office to be examined. Hector Santiago says it was nothing. He says he used sunscreen, or not sunscreen, sweat and rosin, and it just happened. 
So as I talked about last time, Trevor Bauer made a video where he mixed enough sweat on his hands and rosin, the rosin bag that's behind the pitcher's mound, mixed that together. The ball stuck to his hand when he held his hand horizontally. MLB needs to fix this rule big time. What constitutes sticky? You can't tell a guy he can't sweat. He can't control that. If you're going to supply the rosin bag, well, if enough sweat and using the rosin bag every inning or so or however often pitchers use it, mixing that together makes the ball stick to your hand, leaves a tackiness on the glove, well, is that really using sticky stuff? I mean, you can't punish a guy for that. What if you have a guy like me? I'm a redhead. So if I were, so when I'm in the sun, I burn. If I don't have sunscreen on, I'm going to burn. So if, let's say I'm a pitcher. I'm out there. I have sunscreen on so I don't get a sunburn. But then I, I'm getting all sweaty because it's hot out. And then I use, every so often throughout the game, I use the rosin bag that's behind the mound that I'm allowed to use. Well, if the sunscreen drips down to my hand or onto my glove, paired with the sweat and the rosin, it's going to stick and make a tacky, sticky stuff. But So am I going to get punished for that? Well, I can't control that I get sunburned. I'm putting the sunscreen on so I don't. I can't control that I sweat because everybody sweats. It's a normal human body function as we sweat. And if you're letting me use the rosin bag, well, if you those, all those get mixed together, then how can you punish me for that? And it's the same thing with uh, position players because Nick Maton of the Phillies, who's an infielder, the Phillies were getting uh, crapped on by the Reds yesterday, and or no, two days ago on Sunday, and Nick Maton pitches a third of an inning and gets checked coming off the field. Why are we checking position players? So my brother said that... Um, Oh, well, if he if he's a position player, he's going up there to pitch. He's technically a pitcher now, so they have to check him. they got to check everyone, which is a fair argument. But let's say you have a guy like Joey Wendell of the Rays. Joey Wendell of the Rays does not use batting gloves. If he's got... If he uses pine tar to grip the bat, the Rays are getting crapped on, so he has to go up there to hit... Or pitch, excuse me... Well, he's got pine tar in his hands from when he went up to hit. So if he's got pine tar, now he's up there to pitch. I mean, now obviously people are going to say, well, Kevin Cash can use a different position player, but it's a hypothetical, so just play along with it. Joey Wendell goes up there to pitch. He's got the pine tar residue from the bat still on his hands. How can you punish him Punish him for that? He's using a perfectly legal substance technically because he's not a pitcher, but... Now he's pitching, and now it's not legal. It's a home. They need to fix this rule. Hector Santiago is appealing it as expected. It most likely will get reversed. We'll see how that goes. Or it might be. I don't really know. But it's that rule needs to be fixed. I, un, I like the principle of it, but there has to be a much better way that this can happen. There needs to be much more clear definition on every single circumstance that could possibly happen. So we're going to run through the standings quick. The Mets we already talked about. Same with the Red Sox. The AL Central, the White Sox have a two-game lead over the Indians. The AL West, the A or Astros are hot. They have a game-and-a-half lead over the A's. And then in the NL, 
The Brewers have started to build a little bit of a cushion. They've won six in a row and have a four-game lead over the Cubs. And then in the West, the Giants have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Dodgers, a four-game lead over the Padres. The Giants are for real in 2021. I don't think anyone expected the Red Sox and Giants to be in it in 2021, but they both are. They are. This is not a fluke. They are both going to be in it until the end, and I am super excited for it. The Giants have a great team. Their pitching has been fantastic. Same with Boston. Their offense has been crushing it. It is going to be a lot of fun coming down the stretch of summer with how these divisions shake out. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Hopefully the Mets are, don't have a Mets moment and collapse. That's going to wrap it up, though, for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot to talk about today. We'll have a lot more to talk about on Thursday. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe down below. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter, RT underscore pod. And we hope you enjoyed the show. Any questions on Twitter or on here if you're listening on YouTube, leave them down below. And we will see you guys on Thursday where we talk about the AL MVP race between Vlad Jr. and Otani and whatever else goes on. Of course, everything going on with the Mets and whatever else goes on in the baseball world. And we will see you guys then. Let's go Mets.